0: $1,000. Claire, what would you do $1,000 with it? If I gave you $1,000 right now, Cash, what would you do with it?
1: Oh, um, I would um fly my friend over to Vietnam to get his feet, teeth fixed.
0: Oh, bless your heart. Welcome back to Faith FM, 87.6, 87.8 and 88 FM, where you have a chance on our breakfast show this morning mm, to win. $1,000. All to yourself. Uh-huh. Do whatever you want with it. You fly yourself to Vietnam. get your own teeth fixed. That's right. Do you know how we're going to give away? Huh? Do you know how it is we're going to give that away? Tell me. Because I wasn't here yesterday. You were here for the last two days. It's very easy. All you've got to do is get your Bible and find any one Bible verse that tells us that Sunday, the first day of the week, is the Sabbath and we are commanded to keep it holy. Well, that should be really easy, right? Well, the last two days, Lyle and I went through all the verses in the Bible, all of them that mention Sunday, the first day of the week. Turns out there's only nine. Hmm. And none of them mention anything about commanding to keep the day holy. Right. So that means... That you have to be very clever indeed to find a verse that says that? I guess so. So we're gonna we've decided we're gonna let this offer stand because we realise, right? The weekend is coming up and people will go to church. Maybe and we're gonna let this happen, they can go ask their pastors, their preachers, their priests and say, Hey, you know, can you help me out? I need a Bible verse that proves that Sunday is the commanded Sabbath. Can you find me this verse so I can call up Faith FM and win a thousand dollars? Good deal. Yeah. So over the weekend, go to church, take your Bible, talk to whoever is at your church that might know. Even talk to like some old people at your church who are like, you know, Bible study students that have been studying the Bible for years that might know more about it. Then give us a call on Monday morning. And so you have a whole other three days to yeah, do. Yeah. Yeah. We're letting the office stand. It's a good idea on the weekend to, to do some extra study. And, you know, and maybe like on the weekend, if you if you aren't going to church or anywhere, maybe just stay home with your Bible, flick through and see if you can't find that verse. You can find a verse, give us a call. And by the way, dear listener, if you are listening to this show and it is not Friday, Friday, the what's the date today? The eleventh of May. It is because you're listening to the delayed broadcast. But don't worry, you can switch over to the live show because the live show is happening simultaneously. Um, you just got to jump on our website faithfm.com.au and press play on the live stream or download the TuneIn app and press play there. Just search for Faith FM Australia. So it's very easy to join us on the live show. You can uh, you can ask Ask the question of the day, you can win the $1,000, you can uh, get the free giveaway at the end of the show, you can even answer the quiz. Speaking of which, Whoa, what's our we are clue? up to clue number three is,
1: who am I since I had no mother or father, my cousin Mordecai raised me? Who am I? That's clue number three, you should have it by now, just saying. Yeah, yeah, Mordecai,
0: he's a pretty famous guy. Yep. <clears throat> He's an honest man. I like Monica. He's a good guy in the Bible. Mm. Uh, if you know the answer to that clue, give us a call. Get the quiz right. We're going to send you a Mal Venus album, a CD album, music album. She was just oh, – wasn't that interview with her just fabulous? Yeah, I just wanted to hear more of the story. And me too. It I, was too short. Actually, Lyle texted me and he's like, you got to get her for another one. We'll get her and her husband, Blake, on the show. So, we're going to – I think we might get her back next week with her husband and we can talk about like, you know, couples, couples doing ministry. That would be very interesting – yeah. It sounds like they're both pretty busy people. Yeah, yeah. It's a great idea. Yeah, we'll have to pray. Maybe pray all night that we can get them back. <laughs> I think they'll come back <laughs> without much twisting of their arm. <laughs> well, if you are one of Mel Venus' CD and you know the answer to the quiz, give us a call. It's 1-800-FAITH-FM. That's 1-800-324-843. Text me 0491-064-669. Message me on Facebook on Faith FM Australia. <laughs> I almost said it again, Faith FM. <laughs> So can someone please just invent oh. Facebook already so I can stop being wrong about it? I bet it's this. there. I bet someone already has. <laughs> um, you can even email me if you want. FaithFM.com.au. Just press contact us and you send me an email. Now, <clears throat> Clarence, <coughs> mm-hmm. Clarence, beanburger. Time. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. I'm very excited. Let's continue our study. We're going to continue talking about um, the seventh day. So just, you know, a lot of people are actually confused about the numbers of the days. So, you know, we all know it's uh, the work week is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And I can understand why there's confusion because you say the weekend and, you know, Everyone is, assumes that means starts Friday yeah, nightish. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like week end, the combination sort of confuse you. And so people often think that if you, like Monday is day number one, mm. but it's not, right? No. Sunday is actually the first day of the week. And you can look that up in any dictionary. Get your Oxford out, get your Merriam Webster out. Sunday is day number one, Monday day number two, <coughs> excuse me, and so forth, until Saturday. Saturday being the seventh day. Correct. So anytime you read the Bible and it says the seventh day, it's actually talking about Saturday. Hmm, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Some people get confused about that because they want it to say Saturday is the Sabbath. Yeah. In the Bible.
1: But it doesn't because the Bible doesn't give Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. It doesn't it never says that because they didn't use those those names for the days That's of the right. week back
0: then. Yeah, those are like modern day names almost.
1: Yeah, they are. They were they were invented by the Romans later, not by God and the Jews. When he what had do written stuff call, down? what did they call them in the Bible? Then they just called them by the numbers. But yeah, the number is of the first week. Day. Mm. Today is the third day. Mm. Yeah, because and it, then you came to the preparation day, which was the Friday, mm-hmm. and then the Sabbath, which was a Saturday. So it was like day one, day two, day three, day four, day five, preparation day, Sabbath day.
0: Yeah, day one. Yeah, it actually, it actually. Even just calling them by just their numbers except for preparation day and the Sabbath day, it actually only even makes it more clear how special it is. Like none of these days get a name apart from the one where we prepare <laughs> that's right, for the The Sabbath. really important one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like Yeah, that's incredible. Um, so as we went through the last two days, every single reference, every single reference um, to the first day of the week to Sunday had nothing to do with – Commanding us to worship on it or to keep it holy. And every single reference to the seventh day Sabbath um, reveals it was still being kept as God's holy um, day. So we're actually going to have a look at some of the verses that talk about how they kept it holy. Uh, So let's have a look in our Bibles. Uh, Luke 4, verse 14 to 16. If you have a Bible with you, feel free to turn with us. If you're driving in your car, Just keep driving your car. We'll read the Bible verse for you. And by the way, if you want to join uh, in on our Bible study and a little bit more in-depth, you are welcome to get a copy of the lesson pamphlet. Did you know, Claire, 20 million other people are doing this study with us right now? Yes, and I love that fact.
1: Yeah. Because it means I feel connected with all these people across the world. My friends that I don't see, that's Mm -hmm. okay, because we're all
0: studying the Bible at the same time, the same things. That's right. Very cool. Yeah, it's wonderful. It's 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 a study guide that gets printed four times a year. And uh, they use it in churches all over the world. And you can get your own copy. Um, give us a call. We'll let you know where to get that from. It's very easy to get hold of. It's very cheap. like $3 or something. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's just covering costs, I think.
1: So what verse are
0: we going to? Sorry, Luke what? Luke chapter 4, verse
1: 14 to 16. Okay. Am I reading this? Go ahead. And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee, and there went out a fame of him through all the region round about. And he taught in their synagogues, being glorified of all. And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read.
0: Mm. I'm going to read that in the NLT. You don't like my one? No, I love your <laughs> one. I love your one, but we often read out both just to get oh, that's like, a, a good broad idea. So... I'm going to read it in, uh, in LT. Then Jesus returned to Galilee, filled with the Holy Spirit's power. Reports about him quickly spread throughout the whole region. He taught regularly in their synagogues and was praised by everyone. When he came to the village of Nazareth, his boyhood home, he went as usual to the synagogue on the Sabbath and stood up to read the scripture. Okay, so mm. his custom, mm-hmm. so what
1: Jesus liked to do, That was customary or habitual for him Was to go to church On the Sabbath
0: Yeah, it doesn't seem like anything unusual happening there We're going to dig a little bit deeper And we're going to find out Some more verses in this same chapter You're listening to Faith FM Positively different radio so it says here that he went as usual to the synagogue on the Sabbath. That's kind of like the saying, "Oh yeah, we go to church every weekend as per usual." Yeah, yeah, that's right. So then you just have to find out what was per usual for them. Mm-hmm. What was per usual for the Jews? What's a synagogue? Jews' church?
1: So it's another way of saying yeah. church. The Jews probably wouldn't like it if I said that. Okay. They don't call it church; they call it
0: synagogue. But that would be the equivalent for us. It's where people go as a place of worship. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and they on the weekend they go, then they hold there. Their worship services. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So very much like what we say when we say going to church. Yeah, so Christians call it church, Jews call it synagogue. Okay, cool. Alright, well that's a so there's a this is a mention of the Sabbath in the New Testament, and as we can see, Jesus is just going to church. Like
1: he always did, and he was a Jew. So he's uh-huh. going on the day when the Jews go. So he's going to the synagogue when there's people there. Mm-hmm. So he's clearly not gonna go the next day when no one's there. He's yeah. going to go there on the Sabbath, and all you need to do to find out what day that is is go and ask a Jew today what day is the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. They're still doing it the same that they have for thousands of years.
0: Okay, so no mention of Sunday here. No, not that I can see. Nothing's happening on the Sunday. Sunday nope. got closed on a Sunday. Well, let's have a look at the next verse, uh, chapter 23 of the same book. We're in the book of Luke, uh, verses 55 and 56. Okay, 23? What? 23, verse
1: 55
0: and 56.
1: Okay. You get to read this time, Mon, because since I got to read it in the old version, (laughs) and you liked the new one, your turn. (laughs) Okay, fine, fine. But I love your version, by the way. It's King James, right? You know what? When I first started reading it, someone told me it was a good idea. I started reading it, and I thought it was so hard. Mm. Then I just kept doing it, and now it just sounds normal. Mm. Yeah, it's true. I have no issues with it. But I can understand, especially if it's your second language, English, why it would be so difficult. Yeah. I do. But I love it.
0: You, you, do, you do sort of have to wrap your head around the language. With yeah, And then after a while, it's sort of – it's a bit like, you know, exercising it. At first yeah, you it's really good for your head. Pop, and then after a while, you just – yeah, you're used to it. <laughs> and I still use the other ones too. Like sometimes yeah. if, I, if I don't understand a
1: verse, I just go look it in. That one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll see. And then I understand.
0: Yeah, it's cool because after a while of reading the King James Version, when you go back to like a, uh, you know, a, a devotional version, it almost feels like a novel. They're like, oh, I feel like this got weaker. <laughs> like someone made your tea weak or something. Okay, so Luke 23 verse 55 and 56 says, As his body was taken away, the women from Galilee followed and saw the tomb where his body was placed. Then they went home and prepared spices and ointments to anoint his body. But by the time they were finished, the Sabbath had begun. So they rested as was required by the law. Come on, surely we have to read the next verse too.
1: go on then. Okay, so this is 24 verse 1. Mm -hmm. Now, so it's just following straight on. Mm -hmm. Now, upon the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they came to the sepulchre, bringing the spices which they had prepared and certain others with them. And voila, what do you know? Jesus has risen from the dead. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, so you continue what you're going to say. and I'll Yeah, so
0: we actually went over this verse yesterday, but we were focusing very much on the fact that it talks about the first of the week, the Sunday, because we were looking at all the verses that mention Sunday. So we looked at the verse the verse one, you know, it says, you know, very early on Sunday morning the women went to the tomb or the sepulcher and, um, you know, with the spices they prepared. And then, you know, of course, this is when they find Jesus resurrected, as you just said. Now, um, but we are now looking at where it mentions the Sabbath. So they're actually – so on Preparation Day, it says that they went home and prepared spices and ointments to anoint his body, right? Correct. But by the time they finished, the Sabbath had begun. Now, which means, i mm, I'm asking you. Oh, okay. Well, we did discuss this yesterday as well, that in the Old Testament, I mean, in, in Bible times, they started their day in the evening on what we would say the day before. So right now, it's Friday, right? Mmm. It's preparation day. It's preparation day. If you're listening to the live show, if you're listening on Friday, 11th of May, this is Friday. And uh, tonight, when the sun sets, that is in biblical times when the new day started. So when I
1: see the sunset tonight, uh-huh. it means it's now Sabbath. Correct. A technic- so in our words, t- it would mean as soon as the sun sets, it's Saturday.
0: Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Okay. I think we should start doing that, just calling them the other days of the... I'm so do you know what I'm so, i so happy you just said that because um I keep telling uh, Lyle how I went to a finance uh, workshop uh, at Big Camp up in um in Tweed Heads there for a week and every day I got to go for 2 hours at this financial financial workshop and it was really really great but one of the tips that I picked up was so unusual you'd never think of it as being a finance tip, right? Because it was it was it was, you know, Bible-based finance, you know, what what the Bible says about money and how God wants us to, you know, handle our money intelligently and wisely and so forth. But the, the speaker, she gave this really great tip where she said, start keeping your day the way that they did in the Bible. So if you think about it, right? If it's Tuesday night and you're sitting there Instead of going, oh, it's Tuesday night, let me just sit here, vegetate, you know, blow my brains out with some TV, you know, just, you know, eat junk food because it's the end of the day and then I'll just roll it. It's to bed. over. Yeah, yeah. Instead of thinking about that, when the sun sets, think about, okay, the day has begun. now Wednesday morning. Who would start their day watching TV and eating junk food? You wouldn't do that, right? Instead... You start getting ready, planning for the you get ready for the the day day. part. Yeah, so you like you know you get you put your clothes out, you pack your bag, you make your lunch ready, that kind of thing. You know, you talk to God, you spend some time with Him. So you think of it as the beginning of a day. Then you go to sleep, right, and you wake up and you just continue the day. And because you've done all that prep work in what we usually would think was the evening, your day is so much easier and so much better. And she was saying this is a way that you can. um, you can um, not, not waste so much money if you know, you're going out and spending money on food when you could have been prepping it the, you know, the morning or the evening before and uh, you know, how you can work in ex- extra hours you know, with the second job or something. So it's really great advice and I loved it. And this is what we see the women doing here. Can I just say something? Yeah. When you talk
1: about that, I agree. I think it's a good idea, mm-hmm. but it makes me feel tired. Because <laughs> I'm like, but oh, that means I never get to just go, oh, it's over. But then it just reminds me that that's the whole reason why we have the Sabbath. Yes. Because we do need to work hard during the week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's why God gives us the whole 24 hours where we cannot work, where our brain can just go, ugh.
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> thank you god but did you get that uh feeling when you get to go into your bed like when you get to it's crawl the, up in yes it's yeah. the best yeah bed is yeah. my friend <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> especially when like uh, you have flannel sheets like i do but, yeah. <laughs> i was telling lyle about my flannel sheets so we have th- we have these women here um they're preparing they're preparing spices and ointments to anoint his body right but then they stop why do they stop because it's come the end of preparation day and the beginning of the special day, which is like what we would what we would now call Friday night, Friday night, right? Because now the Saturday day, mm-hmm. the night part of it first has started, and so that, and it says here, so they rested as required by the law. So this is obviously you know referring to the commandment to keep the Sabbath day holy and to rest upon it. So here we have another example of how people kept the um, kept the Sabbath um, in the New Testament, and um, it was so important they they thought it was that they could wait they would have to wait
1: till after the Sabbath in order to embalm a body. Mm. So I obviously thought it was important enough to, to keep that commandment. Then it's true. We were like, surely we can break the Sabbath now it's for the embalming of God.
0: Yeah. But yeah. they're like, no,
1: no, we have to wait. It just shows how important it really is.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's, it's very, very holy. And, um, it's funny, someone, I remember someone said to me, isn't it, isn't it astounding to realize that even in death, Jesus kept the Sabbath? Oh, yeah, so cool. An okay. example, always setting the example for us. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So let's have a look at some more, um, more evidences of uh, how people kept the Sabbath. Uh, let's have a look at Acts 13 and verse 14. Can we go to Matthew? Yeah, sure. Can we do that first? Yes, we can go to Matthew. Okay, Matthew twenty
1: four twenty. please. twenty four twenty. Yeah, just because it just shows a way that Jesus was explaining that Mm -hmm. we do need to keep the Sabbath, that it would continue,
0: and uh, it kind of helps us to know how to as well. So Matthew 24, verse 20, you there? Do you want to read it? And pray that your flight will not be in winter or on the Sabbath. That's a weird one, Claire. I know. Do you Mm -hmm. like that one? I do like that one. I really hope you can explain it, though.
1: Okay, so he says there's going to be a time in the future. Jesus is talking in this verse, and he says... Mm -hmm. Someone's going to come and smash your city. It's coming. Be prepared and pray that you don't have to run on Sabbath because that won't be very fun and it won't be a restful experience. So Sabbath was going to continue at least for years after Jesus' death.
0: Very interesting. Stay tuned. We're going to have a look more at what the Sabbath means and what the Bible says about the Sabbath. But we're going to have a song break now. This is Reggie Smith and Nathan Young. Now is the day.
2: Salvation today, today.
0: is off my favorite music album, uh, Pillars of Our Faith. You are listening to Faith FM, Australia, 87.6, 87.8, and 88 FM. Claire, very quickly, before we jump into that weird Bible verse you just read, give me a, a clue for our Who Am I quiz. Okay, Who Am I? Uh, fourth clue.
1: I was queen and my husband was King Xerxes. Xerxes. Who's this queen? Have you seen the Three Hundred? No, I have not. Oh, Xerxes isn't there, but it's a different Xerxes. Oh, it is. But it's a Rello. It's a, like a descendant. Oh, okay. Righto, righto. Okay. Mm.
0: Relative. I was, I was like Rello. Is that like something? Y- you don't on? know Rello? What <laughs> kind of Aussie <laughs> are you? <laughs> I'm a German Aussie. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> if you know the answer to that quiz, give me a call. Y100 Faith FM. We'll send you the prize, the Malvinus CD. So you just read out. Well, I just read out. I want to read it out again. Uh, Matthew 24 verse 20, which says, And pray that your flight will not be in the winter or on the Sabbath. Yes, because you don't want to be running away on the Sabbath. That's
1: what Jesus is saying. Cuz you're not going to have a very restful, peaceful, exhilarating, connecting kind of experience with me if you have to run away and flee for your life. Mm-hmm. So when he said this, it was when he was alive on earth, right? Mm-hmm. If you read it, it's in red in your Bible. Yeah. So yeah. he's alive, he's saying it, and he's saying when it when this happens, when the when Jerusalem is smashed and everything is getting destroyed, Pray that doesn't happen on the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. And do you know when that actually happened? So he's making a prophecy about the future. Do you know when Jerusalem was actually destroyed? No. It was in 70 AD. Okay. So Jesus is on earth 34 AD, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So how? that's a long time previous or after? Before. Yeah. So Jesus is there and then he's saying in 30 something years, this is what's going to happen. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So he knew it was in the future. Did it happen on the Sabbath? I don't know. Huh. I don't know the answer today. to that. Yeah. I reckon it didn't though. Because at least one person must have been praying what he said to pray.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You want to hope so. But the
1: point was we know that it, the Sabbath in Jesus' mind would continue after his death and after his resurrection. Absolutely. Because it was not it was going to be around even then in 70 AD. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So just once again, we know that the Sabbath would continue on after Jesus' life on earth.
0: And, of course, we have that $1,000 offer. If you can find us a Bible verse, Bible verse that tells us that Sunday is the commanded Sabbath day, we will give you $1,000. Just ring us up and tell us where to find that Bible verse. Uh, in the meantime, we're going to keep looking at um, New Testament uh, examples of how people kept the Sabbath, how they kept it holy. So let's have a look at Acts. We're heading to Acts. So Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts. Acts. Acts of. It stands for Acts of people, you know. Act, well, does it
1: doesn't. Acts. The Acts that the, that the disciples did. Oh. That's why it comes after the Gospels. Jesus did stuff in the Gospels, and then after he left, there was Acts done by the disciples. For a second there,
0: I thought you meant Acts as an acronym. And I'm like, that's acronym. <laughs> <What? laughs> <laughs> like, acts, people do stuff. That's not the right acronym. <laughs> that's hey, how you you're funny. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, I'm not American. I don't do acronyms. <laughs> acts 13. What was that? Uh, verse 14. Okay. But when they departed from Perga, they came to Antioch in Pisidia and went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and sat down. Just that verse, right? Yes. Maybe
0: maybe read one more.
1: And after reading of the law and the prophets, the rulers of the synagogue sent unto them saying, Ye men and brethren,
0: if ye have any word of exhortation for the people, say on. So here we have Paul and Barnabas. Um, They've been traveling around and they're now... They go to church, but it sounds like they go to church. It says here on the Sabbath day they went to the synagogue for the services and after the usual readings of the books of Moses and the prophets, that very much sounds like a, a church service, right? Yeah. Yeah. They, they sat down. They just like in their we pews. Do. Yeah. So it's, it's, it sounds exactly like the way that we do it. Mm. You know, they go to church, they sit down, they read from the Bible, like the books of Moses and the prophets, you know what we would call the Bible now. So this is another example of people keeping the Sabbath in the Bible. Amen, Let's Yeah, let's keep going in the same book, but verse 42 and 44. As Paul and Barnabas left the synagogue that day, the people begged them to speak about these things again the next week. Many Jews and devout converts to Judaism followed Paul and Barnabas, and the two men urged them to continue to rely on the grace of God. Okay, can I read you in mine? Yes. The next verse,
1: 44. Uh Uh-huh. And the next Sabbath... Mm-hmm. day came almost the whole city together to hear the word of God.
0: Yeah. Mine says the following week, almost the entire city turned out to hear them preach the word of God. So this is like a, a couple of Sabbaths, you know, example of a couple of Sabbaths in a row. So they're preaching like they're there one Sabbath. And then it says a week later, they're there the next Sabbath. So this is obviously something they do continuously. Yeah. It wasn't like a one-off thing. Correct. And the thing that I like about this verse is that you would think, right,
1: if the Sabbath had been changed by the disciples, say the disciples had the opportunity to change it and God said, yep, go ahead, change it to Sunday. You think this would be the, op- this would be the perfect place for them to be like, when they go, hey, guys, can you teach us about this again? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or here they would have gone, oh, no, no worries, just come back tomorrow. Tomorrow's the new day, just exactly. come back tomorrow. But they don't. They wait a whole other week till the next Sabbath, the next seventh day of the week comes around again. Mm-hmm. So here we end, we have a really good example of the fact that it was not changed to another day, that the Sabbath remained.
0: Do you know what? If we just go a couple of chapters over to chapter 16 and we look at verses 12 and 13, it says, From there we reached Philippi, a major city of that district of Macedonia and a Roman colony, and we stayed there several days. And on the Sabbath, we went a little way outside the city to a riverbank where we thought people would be meeting for prayer. And we sat down to speak with some women who had gathered there. So it's, you know, we find these texts. There's absolutely no evidence whatsoever of a change of the Sabbath day um, from Saturday to Sunday. And instead, they, they clearly point out the practice among early believers uh, and in not, Jesus' time. You know, and after Jesus' time to be keeping the seventh-day Sabbath,
1: Sabbath. And not only the Jews. Because so you think, oh, maybe they were Jewish believers and so that's why they kept keeping the Sabbath the same as the Jews did. But these people here were Gentiles. Yeah. Gentiles, it's in non-Jews. Mm-hmm. They were, these were, what did it say? Part of Macedonia. And did you say a Roman colony? Yeah, a Roman colony. Yeah, yeah. so they weren't, they weren't Jews. These people were the Christians like us today who found out about the truth through the disciples and they didn't keep Sunday. They kept the Sabbath still.
0: Is that why they're moving, meeting on a riverbank? They probably didn't have a church Yeah, at this because point. they usually would be like, you know, doing pagan worship on Sunday. So here we actually see like they're changing to the, to the true Sabbath over to, to Sabbath, Saturday worship. That's true because it was always a sign the difference
1: between God's people and the people around about. God's people always had the Sabbath on the seventh day of the week and the rest of the, the nations around always worshipped on the Sunday because the sun was their God. Mm-hmm. So yeah, definitely. They've obviously changed their practice here to be on the Sabbath on the seventh day. Good point, Mon.
0: Yeah, so there's, there's absolutely no evidence of any change of, this, of the Sabbath day being changed from Sunday to Saturday. I mean, sorry, from Saturday to Sunday. Now, we looked at all the Bible verses that talk about Sunday. There was no command to keep it holy. And now we've looked at a bunch of verses about Saturday worship, and we see was customary it was it was barely even a mention for them like it was such a no-brainer for them like yeah, of course we go to church on a saturday yeah well, so like they didn't have to talk about it yeah so yeah it was, like, yep. it, was a, it was a given it it's was always, a done thing yeah so we are going to stop our bible study there and we are going to spend some time next week talking about the rather controversial change mm. to sunday Whoa, how did it oh, occur very scary claire could you do me a favor maybe what is it can you finish off with a prayer for us? Oh, I'd love to. I'd love to. Let's bow our heads. Heavenly
1: Father, we are so grateful that you are a God who loves us. You're a God who gives us work to do and the God who gives us rest. Rest every Sabbath. And we ask, please, this week that you will help us to have that rest as we come into your Sabbath day tonight. May we all enter your rest. We thank you in so much. In Jesus' name. Amen.
3: To
0: song, Remember the Sabbath Day uh, by Lady Lu- Hi, my name is Aluka. I go to Townsville Seventh Day Adventist Church. We would love to have you join us on Saturday at
1: 9.30 for Sabbath School Kids program and then the main service at 10.45 a.m.
0: For more information, Google 7th Day Adventist Church Townsville City. Oh, uh, Goodness me. I think we might have to move that advertisement slot because every time that song finishes, Lala and I go to talk. <laughs> that ad's got to go somewhere else in this program. Uh, but, but that was a beautiful song, Remember the Sabbath. It's actually one of my favorite songs and we thought it was great, uh, wonderful, poignant lyrics uh, considering what we're studying. Now, Claire, do you want to hit me with the very last quiz clue? Yeah. it's Okay, here we go. Last clue. Who am I? One book of the Old Testament is named after me. Oh, so this is a lady. She's a queen. Xerxes the king was her husband. And there's a book in the Bible named after her. It's really, How really How many good queens book? are there? It's one of my favorite books of all time. If you think you know the answer, give us a call. 1-800-FAITH-FM. It's 1-800-324-843. And uh, we'll send you the prize, the Malvinas album. Now, Claire, it's time for our Q of the D, our yeah. question of the day. And I have taken much pleasure in asking you a pretty hard question because it popped into my mind. This morning, when uh, you were telling me the news story about the man who wanted to end his life, and the police, um, you know, they called up all the truckies in the area, and all the truckies came and parked their massive rigs underneath the bridge, and so suddenly a tall bridge became a very very short, short bridge. bridge. <laughs> and uh, and this man was encouraged when he saw how many people of the community wanted, um, you know, wanted him to stay alive, and they didn't even know him. And it made me wonder when someone ends their own life. Are they are they lost forever? Like, is that is that the the chance of salvation gone? You know, Mon,
1: that's such an excellent question because I think that there are so many people in the community and especially in the Christian community who believe that their loved ones who have ended their own lives are automatically lost, mm-hmm. and it. Brings so much more pain to the heart of a parent or of a, a friend when they think, not only have I lost them, but now they're lost for
0: eternity. Yeah, because like there's no more hope. It's the worst possible outcome of anyone's life. Yeah, because doesn't the Bible say, like the Ten Commandments, thou shalt not kill? Wouldn't that include thou shalt not kill yourself? And if your last action was killing, you know, your last action was a sin. You know, what hope is there? It seems so, so hopeless.
1: Yeah, and people for the throughout the centuries have been taught this. Like, if you if you commit suicide, then that's it for you. Mm-hmm. But the Bible is not doesn't actually say that. It does say that you shouldn't kill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And it does say that you shouldn't gossip mm-hmm. and you shouldn't do a whole lot of things that which we are encouraged not to do and we shouldn't do. Mm-hmm. And killing yourself is never the best option. Mm-hmm. God has another plan for your life. Absolutely. right. But there are examples in the Bible where people have ended their own lives and they will be in heaven. Oh, so come with me I just want to show you one instance of this and this is in Hebrews chapter 11 mm-hmm. now, Hebrews 11 is called the faith chapter you know it goes by faith Enoch did this and by faith Noah did this he built the ark and, and saved his family by faith Abraham did this and you know he, they walk by faith and it's mm-hmm. like the patriarchs and then you get down to verse 31 mm-hmm. where it talks about a prostitute who's saved which is also very encouraging mm-hmm. Rah- Rahab the har- harlot mm-hmm. and then verse 32 it says what shall I say more for the time would fail me to tell of Gideon and Barak and of Samson and of Jephthah and David and Sam- and Samuel and all the prophets. But the person in there named Samson is the one I want to look at. Because mm-hmm. Samson ended his own life at the same time destroying a lot of other lives. Mm-hmm. And yet the Bible says that he would be in heaven. Because you look through this down the next verse. It says, these people obtained, they 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 by faith they subdued kingdoms, they wrought righteousness, obtained promises. Down all down the bottom of the chapter it says, and these all, verse 39, have obtained a good report through faith, did not receive their promise, God having provided something better for us that they without us should not be made perfect together. So altogether he's saying we're going to have heaven together. Mm-hmm. These are the men of God and one man who killed himself will be among them. So there is hope. So it's a case-by-case
0: case situation and we just don't know because… That's it. God yeah. is the judge and he is a judge of love. Amen. We're going to have uh, a beautiful song here. This is Jaden Lavick, And after that, we're going to have our giveaway. So stay tuned.
3: This
4: is my Father's world. To my listening ear. And round me rings The music of the sphere
0: To Faith FM Australia. You are listening to Mon and Stand in Lyle. AKA okay Claire. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for tuning into our show today. We have come to my favorite part of the show, not because it's the end or anything, but because we get to give away free stuff. And Claire, today I actually uh, I was I was very kind. I was very gracious. I handed over the the, the happy job of choosing the giveaway to you. I like to choose things. Mm, so, what did you choose? I chose a book
1: called The Invitation, oh. and it's by a man named Alejandro Bullion. Oh, and I know this because my friends from South America, the ones mm-hmm. that speak Portuguese from mm-hmm. Brazil, love this man. They say that he is one of the best authors ever. You talk to someone who's from um, from Brazil, and they'll be like. This, you've got to read this man. Oh. And says, this book is about true stories that will change your life. Okay. Which everyone loves a story, yeah. especially ones that are inspiring. Yeah. So that's the book, The Invitation by Alejandro Bullion.
0: Huh. Everyone, do you know books? I read a quote the other day and it said book, a book can change your life. And it absolutely is true. And I believe this one is one of those books. It's in English. Never fear. It's, it's in English, not, in not in Portuguese. Not in Portuguese, not in Spanish. It's in English. And you can very easily get a copy of that. All you need to do is be the first person to call us now. The number is 1-800-324-843. That's 1-800-FAITH-FM. If you prefer to text, that's fine. The number is 0491-064-669. Just send us your name and the address you want it sent to. Um, or you can even just message us. On, message us. <laughs> I keep thinking about how I want to say Face instead of Facebook. <laughs> and now I mess up everything else. <laughs> message us on Facebook. It, the, the name is Faith FM Australia. And uh, once again, just message us for the um, the invitation by Alejandro a uh, Wonderful book. We'll send it to you free of charge. Claire, thank you so much for coming in and joining us. It's and helping my us pleasure, Mon. I love to come. I'm really looking forward to the um, the microgreens in your car boot Ew. that I'm going to eat. Yum, 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 yum. Uh, dear listener, if you are listening to the delayed broadcast, if you are listening to this and it is not Friday the 11th of May, you have been listening to the delayed broadcast, but do not fear. Jump over to the live show. It's very easy. Faith FM Australia. Um, uh, faithfm.com.au Rather is our website. Just press play on the live stream. Or you can download the TuneIn app and press play on that as well. And uh, we'll be right back on Monday morning after the 7 o'clock news and Lyle will be back after having raised some funds to buy some more radio show that'd be great and you guys will have to miss me again yeah we're going to have to miss you again <laughs> but I'm sure we'll have you back sooner or later because I, I'm obviously I'm going to need to be kept up with my supply of microgreens so <laughs> of course that's what I'm here for i have to need going to have to get you to come up for that but uh, stay tuned. We're going to have some more great programming today. We have some wonderful music. Um, we're going to have a song from Alyssa Otto When All Goes Quiet. Uh, we particularly want to thank Malvinas for coming in. I've already talked to her. Get this? They're going to come back on Friday, her and her husband Blake. We're going to have a continued interview with Malvinas and Blake. You have a wonderful weekend. Stay blessed. When
5: it all goes quiet, and I stop trying to fill all the spaces. I hear a still small voice from the one I know Calling me home when it all goes quiet I hear your love calling me I hear your love calling me Nothing sounds as sweet when it all goes quiet goes quiet, you remind me, nothing separates us, apart from when I turn away, cause I am your child, you reconcile us, and you feel nothing for me but love. it out nah.